0: Good morning. Man. Man. It is, uh, again, just a wonderful morning to be here. Um, I can't believe Easter is in two weeks. Time is flying. Time is flying. So, again, thank, thank each of you for being here. And this morning I'm going to talk about the perfect sacrifice. I'm going to talk about... Uh, our perfect sacrifice. I don't know if you've ever tried to do something that you really weren't very good at. I know I have. There's a few things that I'm not very good at. Hanging light fixtures. I got it done now. Yeah, there's. I can name several. I'm, I'm not, and... and you ever heard anybody just say hey just try harder i can't do it so just try harder okay i don't have the skill to do it i can try as hard as i want to unless i get some help I, I can't do it it took three of us to hang one light picture yesterday man it looks good though but i wanted to do it i didn't really want to get help I only have two hands, two arms. And I'm sure I have to have a ladder and you can't hold. It's amazing. Thank God for Rhonda and Abby was there. She helped me a little bit too. But again, if you don't have what it takes to do a certain job, it doesn't matter how hard you try. Eventually, you have to give in and ask for help. You have to give in and say, you know what, I can't do this on my own. I need somebody. I need something. Our spiritual li- our spiritual lives are no different. In our spiritual lives, have you ever really messed up and think, oh, I'm going to try harder the next time? And then the next time you try harder and you mess up again, and you say, well, next time I'm going to try harder. And then it's just like a cycle. Spiritually, we need help. We need somebody who sacrificed for us to guide us. And we need to give in to that. It's okay to do that. It's okay to quit trying hard and put your faith into the power of someone that's a lot stronger than us. And this morning, that's kind of what I want you to think about. Maybe something physical you've tried to do, and no matter how hard you try, you can't do it. Or something you may struggle with. Spiritually, you keep trying harder and you're not willing to give that up and put it in the hands of Jesus. Amen. And then, once we do, how much easier it is once He takes that burden for us. I'm going to start out by reading the scripture this morning. I'm going to read from Hebrews chapter 10, verses 1 through 18. Since the law has only a shadow of the good things to come, and not the true form of these realities, it can never, by the same sacrifice that are continually offered year after year, make perfect those who approach. Otherwise, they will not, they not have ceased being offered. Since the worshipers cleansed once and for all, would no longer have any consciousness of sin. But in these sacrifices, there is a reminder of sin year after year. For it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me in burnt offerings and in sin offerings. You have taken no pleasure. Then I said, See, I have come to do your will, O God. In the scroll of the book, it is written of me. When he said, when he said above, you have neither, excuse me, above sin offerings, there are offered according to the law. Then he added, See, I have come to do your will. He abolishes the first in order to establish the second. And it's by God's will that every priest stands day after day at his service, offering again and again the same sacrifices that can never take away sins. But when Christ had offered for all times a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. And since then, he has been waiting until his enemies would be made a footstool to his feet. For by single offering he has perfected for all time those who are sanctified. And the Holy Spirit also testifies to us. For after saying this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts and I will write them on their minds. And he adds I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. Where there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer any offering for sin. And this is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, again, thank you so much for, uh, for all that you do in our lives, Lord. This morning, I, I pray that you open our hearts and our minds, Lord. We receive this message, Lord, and and and. Just look at the perfect sacrifice that you sent for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Again, it's hard to try and try harder and try harder when you don't have the skills or the equipment to do the job. It makes it very difficult. Driving a nail is a pretty easy task if you have a hammer. If you don't, it's pretty hard. No matter how hard you try, without the right tool, we can't do it. We're called to be perfect. To be in the presence of God, we need to be perfect. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm not perfect. I'm not. You can ask Rhonda. You can ask probably a few other people. But sometimes I disappoint people. I am not perfect. No matter how hard I try, I'm not perfect. Now, how hard I work, I'm not perfect. I need to rely on somebody's power and somebody's sacrifice because I can't do it on my own. I can't. I can't be perfect. doesn't mean I don't try. I do. But never leave. I'm going to fall short at times. If it takes perfection to get eternal life, I'm not qualified. But praise the Lord. There's a perfect sacrifice provided. You see, the sacrifice is needed. Again, the animal sacrifices did not provide perfect forgiveness of sins. Let me repeat that. Animal sacrifices did not provide perfect sacrifice of sin. In the first verse, it says that the law was only a shadow of good things to come. The gifts of sacrifices were a copy or a shadow of heavenly things. They symbolized what Jesus was going to come and actually do. The good things, the perfect things. And they included perfect sac- the, per- the perfect sacrifice, perfect hope. Perfect eternal redemption. Eternal inheritance. Those things, I can't do on my own. I need a sacrifice. I need somebody's power to rely on. And that somebody is Jesus Christ. You see, animal sacrifices actually was a reminder of sin. A reminder of sin. You see, in addition to daily and monthly sacrifices, there was an annual sacrifice on the Day of Atonement. And on that Day of Atonement, the high priest would actually take the blood of the sacrifice and your name and, and, and be in the presence of God to cleanse sin. And guess what? The blood, it says in that scripture, the blood of these animals could not cleanse sin. There's only one way to cleanse your sin, and that's through a relationship with Jesus Christ. And the really fortunate thing is, I'm here, I'm serving, I love being here. But to be in the presence of God, you don't need me. I'm here to tell you the good news. I'm here to tell you and encourage you and show you the way to Jesus Christ. I can't do it for you. I can't even do it for me. Without that relationship with Jesus Christ, I'm nothing. Again, Stace plus everything equals zero. It equals nothing. But Stace plus His grace equals everything. We need the grace of Jesus Christ. We need to accept the perfect sacrifice. Again, those animal sacrifices just provided a reminder of sin. And the need to be cleansed. It's impossible for the blood of, blood, blood of bulls and goats to take away sin. You see, the blood of these animals could not take away sin. The purpose was to impress upon the people their need for forgiveness. You see, the sacrifices of the old covenant accomplished their purpose. They served as a shadow of the good things to come, of the perfect things to come. You see, those perfect things included A sacrifice that was done once and for all. That's the new covenant. You see, the perfect sacrifice is a provision. The perfect sacrifice is provided by God. The perfect sacrifice, again, is once and for all. Once and for all, one sacrifice... One sacrifice provided by the Father. It met what the Father desired. It reminds us that there's a propitiation for sin. And it's covered by God, not by man or animals. The sacrifice is provided by God. It's sent by God. And the perfect sacrifice was offered freely by Jesus Christ. Christ came and said he was here to do the will of God. See, there's a striking difference between Christ's sacrifice and animal sacrifices. These animal sacrifices were offered against their will. No animal came up and said, hey, will you please slaughter me? They were slaughtered against their will. You see, but Jesus freely offered himself in accordance to the Father's will. He did it on his own. He did it on his own. You see, the perfect sacrifice established a new covenant. And in the will of the Father, Jesus has taken away our need for animal sacrifices. Jesus has provided us the perfect sacrifice. You see, it makes it possible for us to live in a relationship with the Father because of what Jesus has done for us. Not because of how hard we try. Not because of how good we may be at certain times. Because again, when we, when we try to rely on our own power, we're going to come up short every time. But when we rely on the blood of Jesus Christ that was given as sacrifice for each one of us, then we can do some mighty things. You see, the perfect sacrifice is all-sufficient all that's needed. The perfect sacrifice provides forgiveness, and that's what we really need. We need redemption. We need forgiveness. We need to be made whole. You see, we've been sanctified not because of anything we've done, but because Jesus Christ offered his body for us. Its sufficiency is seen that it only had to be offered once. It only had to be offered once. The repetition of daily sacrifices illustrated they were inadequate. But Christ offered himself in sacrifice one time is for eternity. One sacrifice for sins forever. And then he said at the right hand of God the Father. And he's still there. He is our high priest. Again, we don't need that a high priest to carry our names and be in the presence of God once a year. We don't have to have that anymore. You see, we have a high priest. We have a high priest. And through a relationship with him, we can be in the presence of God. There's no other way. And that relationship is the ultimate, the perfect sacrifice. It's Jesus Christ. With Christ, we have the high priest Who advocates for us to the Father. One offering, true forgiveness. One offering, perfect forgiveness. One offering, eternal forgiveness. You see, perfect forgiveness for those who are being sanctified. Sometimes we don't like to use the word holy or sanctified. But it just simply means that we've been set apart. We've been set apart. God has chosen us carry out his will. That's what we're here for. That's why we're here. Now sanctification is a long process. And we do need to be more like Christ every day. That's our goal after we've been saved, after we've accepted the perfect sacrifice. Our goal then is to be like him. To put others' needs ahead of ours. Again, we, get, we live in a world now where we constantly want to be right about everything. I've not found it anywhere in the Bible where it tells me I have to be right on every subject. My purpose in life is to serve others. Your purpose in life is to serve others. To put other people's needs ahead of your own. You see, sanctification is going on right now. Yeah, we've been saved. Jesus Died for our sins. He's the perfect sacrifice. We've accepted His forgiveness. But it's not over yet. Yeah, our eternal life is just beginning, it's just beginning. And it's possible because of this one-time sacrifice in Jesus Christ. 1 John 1, 7-9 says, But if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us all from sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he who is faithful and just will forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness through the blood of Jesus Christ through his sacrifice we are made whole we are cleansed you see the perfect sacrifice provides perfect forgiveness it doesn't remind us it, it doesn't call it doesn't cause a reminder of our sin it does the opposite it washes away our sin it washes away our sin as if justify me If you look at it, it's just as if we hadn't done it. We're justified. Not because of anything we can do, but because of the blood of Jesus Christ. By putting our faith in him. You see, the new covenant is perfect. The new covenant is perfect. With true forgiveness of sin, there's no need for repeated sacrifices. Jesus saved us once and for all. He saved us through his his willingness to be sacrificed on our behalf. He took our punishment for the remission of our sins. You see, Jesus is truly the perfect sacrifice. Why would we want to go back the other way? Again, no matter how many animals we sacrifice, we can't be made perfect, we can't be made whole. But by accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, then we are whole through His sacrifice through the perfect sacrifice again through sacrifices there's a constant reminder of sin but through Jesus Christ there's a cleansing of sin with the perfect sacrifice Jesus offered himself freely by keeping the will of the father Jesus provided what the law could not you see the new covenant is perfect because It offers perfect promises. It offers perfect sanctuary. And it offers us the perfect sacrifice. You see, the new covenant offers us eternal life. Do you know this perfect sacrifice this morning? Do you know the perfect sacrifice? Do you know the one that spilled his blood? The one whose blood was spilled? The one who gave himself up freely for us? Do you know this perfect sacrifice? Have you made him your Lord and Savior? Have you accepted the perfect sacrifice? Have you put your faith and trust in him? That's the question this morning. If you haven't, I pray that this morning that you do come to know, to know him as your Lord and Savior. To accept a perfect sacrifice. And when I say perfect, I mean a sacrifice that never has to be redone. It's there for eternity. And again, if we have accepted him as our Lord and Savior, if you're here this morning, the journey through sanctification is a long one. Sometimes we mess up. When I say sometimes we mess up, I mess up quite often. But because of him, I can fall on my knees and ask for forgiveness, and it's available. Again, it's a long journey we're on. And I pray that... Uh, that each one of us here, each one of us listening, that may be listening online, has accepted the perfect sacrifice. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be walking this journey with you. I love you. God loves us more than we can even imagine. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for, for sending your son. Lord, thank you for sending him... And for his willingness to take my sins upon the cross. Lord, I thank you. I love you. Lord, walk with me. Lord, as I try to, as I try to emulate Jesus Christ every day. Lord, I pray for the folks here, the Lord, the folks listening online. Lord, if they don't have that relationship, if they haven't accepted the perfect atonement for sin, I pray that they come to a loving relationship with you this morning. And Lord, for all of us who are on this journey, I just, again, thank you for walking with us. Thank you for sanctification. Lord, thank you for setting us apart. Lord, put, us, put in each of us the desire. To be made whole through you. In Jesus' name, amen.